How's it going, Tamara? All right, we're here. <laughs> here, we made it. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was gonna make it. I had a very late night. <laughs> I had to use a lot of your products this morning. <laughs> it definitely can cover a multitude of ills. Um, okay, I feel like I'm like plugging your stuff here. Those eye, under eye things, magic. Because <laughs> if you saw me, if you saw me when I got out of bed, I'm like, oh. I'm um, late. <laughs> that's, that's what happens when you celebrate birthday parties at this advanced age, late at night at the Hard Rock. <laughs> yep. Getting a little old for it. Getting a little old for it. Never. Never too old to party at the Hard Rock. That's gotta just my feel. feeling. Right. What was that? I said you gotta have some fun sometimes. Absolutely. We have to have a lot of fun. All right. Should we maybe get started because we got hopped on a little late? All right. Let's do it. Great. Hello. Happy Friday. Happy Finance Friday. I'm Beth Hockberger, CPA, CGMA. And today I have my fantastic friend who keeps me looking great and young. Since last night, people said to me, why do you look so young? And I'm like, oh, Samra. Samra Vogel, independent Mary Kay salesperson for, I don't even want to say how many years because it- It makes me look old. I know. <laughs> she started when she was five <laughs> for over 20 years, which is awesome. I'm sure she has many pink cars, which is really cool too. Um, but Samra, what do you love about what you do? What I love about what I, do, what I do is that it was the most unexpected career choice for me. And I always say that I kind of wound up here by accident. But um, I never thought that I would enjoy, I, I'm, a, I'm one of four kids and I have three brothers. And so I was really used to being around boys my whole life. And here it is that I you know, began a business 20 years ago that is female driven, that is female centered. And so I really never expected that I would find myself in such a community of women and really just love every aspect of that. So um, just feeling like women have so much to give, but also oftentimes need to return to taking care of themselves. And I love being a part of that reminder of just, you know, putting the oxygen mask on yourself yes. and <laughs> <of> everybody else. <laughs> and I mean, this year has been so weird and so so hard in so many ways like so we're all on zoom right and for some people that was new I'm, i've been on zoom for a long time i love it i hate having to like get in my car and drive around but how has that changed how we have to interact i mean you hear this like camera ready all the time do we do we only have to look good on zoom so it's funny that i've actually had this thought a lot where there's there's two things that i think occurred by going virtual in many ways one is i think that we dropped the the, the notion of perfection, right? Because we were all for the first time working from home with a whole lot of life going on behind us. And so we needed to be professional, but it didn't have to be perfect. Whereas in a business setting, I do think that oftentimes it was, you know, you, there had to be a real separation and compartmentalization of everything. And so that's one thing that I think is actually kind of cool, but how to bring that professionalism when you're working at home into a screen and even perhaps doing business with people that you've never seen face to face. You know, it was easy for those that saw us face to face and then transitioned into this virtual space. But for somebody that had never met and your first time interacting is in a virtual space and being able to connect with them, but also for them to recognize what you're doing, but in a two dimensional way. 
And so um, I feel like that's been really interesting, but I also think it's been a great benefit. One of the words that keeps coming up in our business a lot is that I think that we're going to be living in a hybrid world. There's going to be, we're going to take this virtual. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. Like this, It's not going to be 100% virtual because no, it won't we need, be. we need human interaction at some point, right? hundred percent. You need a human interaction, but there's going to be elements of this that now we don't have to have that wasteful. I don't want to call it wasteful because that's really not, but you know, there were so many meetings that maybe were not as necessary to be conducted in, in person. So the virtual space I feel has made us a little bit more efficient in some ways as well. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I, for a long time have done like, I do initial consultations and I've been doing them on zoom for years because we'd hate like you show up somewhere, if the person didn't show, it's like, well, now I drove there and I have to drive home and you're waiting around, whatever. And if at least you're at home on Zoom, if you're on Zoom and someone doesn't show up, it's not, <laughs> like, it still is annoying, but it's not as time consuming, I guess. I don't wanna say waste. It's really not a waste, but it's very disruptive. Otherwise, when you have to like get out and go. Correct. So how is like being camera ready and doing this on Zoom and how we're, how we're appearing, how is it different or what do we need to do different than we've needed to do in the past when we're just kind of, you know, in person? So I do think, so there's two things. I think, you know, when you come in, when you're in person, there's an energy that's felt, you know, you kind of, um, you, you gain a gut, a gut instinct about somebody because you're in their space. And whereas on camera, being able to translate that energy comes in a couple different ways. I think it does, it definitely, your appearance matters, right? Like, you know, maybe you don't have to be as formal, but you still have to make a good impression. You still need to be um, put together. And put together looks different. You know, in-person put together could have been really, you know, somewhat more glamorous, but then adjusting yourself for the space also needed to make sense because sitting home and being dressed to the nines, it just didn't necessarily um, translate. So I feel like in general, we, we just having to adjust to that, but also knowing that when we're wanting to connect with people in a virtual space, how they're only seeing us in this little frame, right? And so in this little frame, how can we be the best version of ourselves, not only in how we're presenting ourselves, but also our appearance does matter just a bit. <laughs> Do you feel like sometimes, okay, it's 2021, right? Does appearance really matter that much? Like aren't we like all past that? Aren't we liberated or something? I don't know. Like don't looks not matter. I mean, saying that living in basically in Miami where <laughs> I you have to like dress up to go to Walmart, but it's almost like not fair. Don't you think like we shouldn't have to worry about it so much, especially in business, right? Isn't it about like your skills and maybe? <laughs> you know, I struggle with this because obviously the business that I'm in, you know, people's automatic first impression is, well, I'm in the beauty business. So of course, it's all about that superficial, you know, outward um, mask that everybody's seeing. But it's so much different than that because what, how you're feeling, you know, it's not that appearance matters, but I, in terms of how you're looking, the appearance matters more in the caring for yourself. And when you're taking good care of yourself, it doesn't translate to having a lot of makeup on. It translates to I'm taking care of myself, so I'm putting my best face forward. And, you know, you can't give from an empty cup. So right, right. that's really, so yeah. Well, and also that like kind of, you know, I tell my my daughters all the time, like it doesn't matter how much makeup you put on, you have to be beautiful inside. And it's not just like, you know, just words. It, it's true. Cause like, if you're like kind of a crappy person, it kind of shows. <laughs> yeah, there's no amount of makeup and beautiful clothing that's going to act, ever overshadow how you are and who you are, like ever. That's true, that's totally yeah. true. Um, I have a question. So what you do, is it only for women? 
Like, do men have to worry about, I mean, maybe they're not using so much makeup, but do they have to worry about how they look too? Does that matter? You know, sadly, there's, there's like, there's a different, um, I would say judging system when it comes to a woman walking in a business and a man walking in a business, right? Because there is, there's been studies that women who do wear makeup earn higher income, um, that women that are more professionally put together. Is that real? Um, you wear is, makeup, you make more money? hundred percent real. There's been totally studies. worth. It's great investment then. <laughs> I got to buy more makeup. <laughs> no, but it's crazy because I battle with that. Yes, I do. You know, I sell skincare and I sell makeup and I battle with that. Like, you know, having to give women the message like, oh, if you want to make more money, you have to wear makeup, which means, you know, but it's really, you know, I dumbing it down to like looking beyond again, that superficial component of it is, you know, there's an element of just, we, are when we care for ourselves and caring for ourselves does mean our clothing. It does mean, you know, not being late. And I know that none of that necessarily has to do with appearance, but it's will change oh, the appearance to image. <laughs> I'm like the latest person for everything <laughs> all the time. But image, like image matters. You do, you yeah. sign somebody up based on what they're presenting to the world. And it it's is true. I'm sorry. talking, it's whether they're kind, are they warm, you know, and then beyond that when they happen to be attractive and i'm not saying like you know i don't want to say attractive, appealing when somebody yeah. comes across appealing it's not just because they might be attractive they're right. appealing because of how they're interacting and they're making somebody in their space feel good right. but i yeah. you know i guess i kind of feel like confidence does come like we take care of ourselves and when we are like i i interact differently and work differently when i am dressed up yes yeah totally mm -hmm. When people see me run around the neighborhood, I'm like in my yoga clothes. The first one they see me like on doing these things, they're like, what? Same person? Like, yeah, same person, like different environment, right? So different energy, different, different everything. It's, it's very true. And what's funny is read this book, actually it's part of my book club long ago, um, Influence, where he talks about, you know, things that give you kind of authority. And one of them is like attractive people. So tall, attractive, or people that look like you or have other similarities to you. So I'm actually not that surprised that if you wear makeup and you look like really put together and professional that you actually end up doing better because it's an influence thing. It, it's it's real, it's a psychological phenomenon, so. And, and to bring it to men, I mean, to bring it to men also, it doesn't, it, like it was, I got off on the makeup thing, but men to just mention, you know, again, it's the, you know, are you dressed, is, are you clean, nice looking clothing? You know, like shirt tucked in, it's just as little things that, you know, is your shirt wrinkled? Uh, so it's like these little things that many people would not go to work looking like that. But you, if you go, if you show up looking like a slob, you, the impression of people, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're male or female, the impression of you is going to be very different. Yeah, I think that's very true. All right, I don't want to keep you here forever because I feel like we could talk about this for a long time. But I do have one last question. So, so Samra, we've known each other for many years. Like I don't even know how long at this point. And I feel like I know everything about you, but... <laughs> do you have like any strange hobbies or is there something unusual we can learn about you? I think, um, I can't say that I have any really like strange hobbies. I'm like somewhat vanilla when it comes to that. However, um, I think that just what I used to do in my past where people would never, if they didn't know me, they didn't, they didn't guess that I used to be um, a semi-professional dancer and how much that translated into all the different things that I like to do now. So I love to say I'm movement obsessed. It's not that I hated working out, but I like it now because it's, it gets to, you know, to move my body. And actually funny enough, I was, I did not know how to cook like at all. 
And it's funny that I've become a good cook and I hated cooking and wanted no part of it. And so it's not strange, but I found myself kind of surprised at some of the things that I thought I would never do. And here we are. So as you get older, you're like, I got to try things. (laughs) Totally. And you got kids to feed. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah, there's that too. All right. Well, Samra, thank you so, so much. Um, We're going to put your contact info in. And if you want to keep yourself looking young and fantastic, because literally someone told me yesterday, I'm like aging backwards. You are the person, (laughs) the person to talk to. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And we will see you next week.